Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecamerraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. I'm Chris Perkins. I'm your dungeon master for this next installment of Waffles Incorporated. And <laughs> to my left, we've got not your grandma's grandma, Rosie Beestinger. I'm going to just adjust my telescope here and what? look at my new DM, Christopher Perkins. Oh, no. Finally, a quality DM at this table. Oh, my jeez. <laughs> wow. Oh, That's how Rothfuss. And to my, my leftmost left... Carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders, mm. per usual. D.F. Woodrow. Oh, everyone. <laughs> 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 to my right, emerging as if from a mist shroud, <clears throat> it's Kathris Drow. Oh, 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 oh. And to my super right, <laughs> the trashiest of trash witches. All right. Strix. Hi. How's right. it going? Yeah. Everything's real bad. We were just informed we don't get bits or charges on this show, on this dumpster show. Hey, that's my dumpster. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Be yeah. nice to my dumpster. Yeah, it super stinks, but it's our dumpster. Soon to be dumpster fire. Aww. All right. Great. Great. So we are in Waterdeep, folks. The Waffle Crew recently acquired a large mansion in the city's north ward, which is actually one of the nicer wards of Waterdeep. And it's a four-story, magnificent edifice that has at various times been a residence, a tavern, an orphanage, and various other sundry things. And they're in the process of fixing it up when Strix receives a message Ah! in her hat. Damn it. So, I hate that. I think it's now the like, question please. is, what did Jerry do with it? Now, what did Jerry do? Could this be the message? Could this be the message? Let me check. Remember to write message. Nope. That's a nope. code. That's a secret that's a code. code. Oh, that's trash. That's not the message. <laughs> Some RC. Well, while we wonder where the message has gone. <laughs> it's probably like, Six, blah, 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 I love Evelyn. Blah, blah, blah. Evelyn has received her own missive. Oh. And uh, because of that missive... <laughs> <laughs> because of her missive, missive has uh, been led away by Paulton on some grand adventure of their own, leaving Dia and Strix alone in the Waffle House. Why did they leave again? I'm sorry, you guys called your mansion the Waffle House? <laughs> H-A-U-S. Not, not officially, no, but it's... Yeah. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah, okay. but that's okay. its name. We have no... Yes. Anyway... Then your hat becomes off. <laughs> and you take it off, and there's a crumpled up piece of paper inside. All right. I'm first time. Where's Dia? Dia, I got a letter from Omen. Uh, has 
Is Evelyn and Paulton still back at the house at they're this gone. point? They're oh, they're gone. already gone. Okay. So I'd imagine um, Dieth had returned just sh- shortly before this missive showed up. And he walked in. He's probably carrying whatever normal supplies he does in his morning errands. And he's used to walking back in and hearing Evelyn yell from some other room, Dieth's home! And that didn't happen this time. Right. So he is automatically just like, the hell? You do feel the weight of your burden lifted as the unseen servants in the house begin to like grab the milk jug and <laughs> walk that away. Oh, and oh, oh, right. You just sort of unleash your burdens at the door and they take everything away. Yeah, it's kind of get like a head scratch. Like, oh, where the heck would she have gone? I'm sure it's nothing. Right, you, yeah, then... You don't see Paulton behind the bar either, which is strange. <sighs> His chair is empty, which is even stranger. Oh, he's more of a wild card. I can't protect yeah. him at all. Yeah, well, Strix just runs in and is like, don't even let my hat! <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it says, <clears throat> Dearest Strix, I hope this letter finds you well and that your hat, so novel and wondrous in its manufacture, was close at hand. You told me once that should I need help in the future, I need not summon you by means of the infernal contract, capitalized. I had but at to ask, so let's try it. I am attempting in my way to ask for your help. I will be sending two of my best your way. Rosie B. Stinger, versed in the ways of shadow. And... <laughs> it says Donar Blitzen, but I think that he means Kithris Drow. <laughs> I just had this feeling. I just had this feeling in my gut. I don't know. I'm just going to say that. Uh, anyway, they will, of course, spend time at the Waterdeep office. can't tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, so maybe he can't. I don't know. They will, of course, spend time at the Waterdeep office, but I would very like it much if you could show them around the town itself for a bit to learn its quirks, dangers, and its odd sense. Would you be so kind? Oh, Menifis Harrower Drawn. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I've met them. They're nice. We can hang out with them. Uh, whatever it is that Omen wants, no. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Do you know where Evelyn and Paulton are? Uh, I searched the house about 17 times, and I don't think they're in the rafters <laughs> or under it or outside, and no one's outside dead, so no. Is Simon and Waffle still here? They're about doing their things. Yes, I don't know. You probably hear waffles in the upstairs den stomping okay. around. Did they go? Did they go on a date? Did they leave us? I don't know. I'm sure it's nothing. Did Cut. they get kidnapped? There's probably there's probably some weird like Paul was gonna go play a gig or something and get some more money and Evelyn. Oh, that's gotta be where they are. I yeah. bet you they're starting a new tour and he's trying to make us more money so that we can fix the house more and take away Evelyn's ugly decorations that she put up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Did they say when they're going to arrive? No, I don't, they didn't even say bye. I, I, I meant the others. Rosie and oh, Thriss. I just threw the note away. I don't know. <laughs> Cut to. <laughs> uh, Rosie, Kathris, you are standing outside North Gate, the northern gate of Waterdeep. Uh, Waterdeep is surrounded by tall walls. And uh, this gate, you can see a large crowd of people lined up to enter the city. And they're all being checked slash searched by members of the city guard as they pass through the gates. You're just standing in the line. Great. So it's like airport security. Yeah, basically. I have nothing to hide. Why? So And there's this kind of smell coming off the sea, the ocean. Ah, Um, I like that smell. Yeah. Now, back up for me, DM. What did Omen tell us to make us come to Waterdeep? Why are we here? 
you got the sense that something was going down in Red Larch that was immensely important to Omen and that he didn't want to share with you because it was of a personal nature. <laughs> wow. So Rosie is pissed. <laughs> she, she's, she's been fuming this whole time. Exactly. And it's just the same, the same crap over and over again that she's been saying to Kathris on this how long two-day journey. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, it's just been arms folded like, what does he mean? What does he mean? I can't be, I can't be trusted. Some kind of like romantic liaison. I'm amazing at that. I'm an incredible matchmaker. You've seen me do it. This is, this is, I mean, alarming is not even the word. This is insulting, frankly. You should be. I am. Thank you. Thank you. You're the, Thank you. you're the one of us that's good at that. I know. Thank Absolutely. He should have said it. <laughs> Doesn't matter the DM. Wreck that laptop. Uh, <laughs> If, but if I were you, I would be actually glad. Uh, I came to Waterdeep at uh, Omen's behest once, and I lost my mind <laughs> immediately. I could, I could have been level 10 by now, but, <laughs> but here we are. So <laughs> level seven why should I be glad then? Because he's sending us away from whatever he's doing. That's probably for the best. I just, I've, I saved that man, when he turned into a little child, I protected him, and he's just very ungrateful. You've made it up to the guards. It's been like 45 minutes, but you're still having the same conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and they just sort of look you up and down, see that you're not sort of bedecked in steel or armor or anything. Uh, so they sort of forego any kind of steel tax on you, and they just brush you through. Okay. And you're not carrying any wares or, you know, any, mm -hmm. anything per se. So, other than your staff and your snake, your weird <laughs> snake, <laughs> which actually they don't even they don't blanch yeah. at the weird creature oh, stemming it's from it. Water deep. That's They've good. seen it all. Yes. You know how many Legatis come in here every day? Oh. Dozens. The guards also hear about how pissed off I am. By the way, okay. they definitely have that to message think. gets through loud and oh. clear. Oh. Yeah. Good lord. I just love that there's this massive like crowds and heads, and then you just see this staff I was just kind of walking that through too. and this cursing voice. <laughs> I was just picturing the exact same thing and just a staff with a cursing voice. Pissed off grandma, tiny pissed off grandma. And this crowd just sort of parting in front of her, like she's just parting the sea with a wave of her staff. It's the exact image I have. Uh, it's all mud down here in the northernmost district of Waterdeep. It's called the Field Ward. It used to be a marshalling area where there were no real structures per se, but it's the, the poorest of the poor have kind of built up a town here, and it's all steeped in shit, and it reeks, and it stinks. But there is a clear boulevard that wends its way up to an inner wall, perched atop a plateau that has its own gate, and you go through the same process again, only you've shed a bunch of, you know, um, people along the way, mm. and you can see through the gates a clean, just pristine city awaits you on this higher ground. And as you make your way through it, um, everything seems all together. Everybody seems much better dressed. Uh, there's less uh, crowding people sh slamming into you accidentally. Uh, and there are uh, fancy uh, coaches, two-person handsomes, and sometimes even bigger coaches making their way along boulevards. And Rosie takes all this in visually. And she, she's quiet for a second. She looks around and she says... And I should be the one to get to meet her. You know? <laughs> like, why? I should be the one to meet her. I'm we, the one whose opinion matters. Yeah. We could go back. 
There's nothing for All us you here. were given was an address. <laughs> you kind of hand that to like the driver on a hansom. Sure. Yeah. And he bears you as quickly as possible through the city. And now you're having the conversation <laughs> in the hansom. <laughs> has, this has been like hour 52 of very patiently encouraging Rosie to continue to be angry. It's true. I think that some of the, the uh, frustration would begin to come out. But as like, and I told you it's a good thing. <laughs> And I told you it's a good thing. <laughs> I speak uh, primordial. <laughs> I speak you say in whatever to, language you want it in. You say it to me in, in various languages. Yeah. I, say, I don't know what that means, but I say it sounds it's, encouraging. It's an old proverb, and it means that this is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what one of my, old, my favorite proverbs is? Hmm. They say this where I'm from. Two hands cannot stretch a hat. And that's what makes me so mad right now. I agree. I'd be furious. That's incredibly disappointing. <laughs> Sorry, we're just he's, literally having the same conversation. <laughs> now he's thinking about a hat and like trying to puzzle out what it could mean. He's like, I'm pretty sure I could stretch it with my two hands. <laughs> what kind of hats do they make where she's from? <laughs> You're sort of looking out. There are crowds of people, and many of the, the women and men are wearing fancy hats, top hats, big bonnets, and things. And you're like looking at possibly <laughs> all the different, maybe it's one of these kinds of hats she's like talking a steel about. Steel belted you know, hat? Or a... Yeah. <laughs> and as you make your way through, uh, it is treading from uh, late afternoon into early evening. It looks like it's going to be a fairly pleasant evening. Uh, a wind is picked up, and it does blow through the streets. Um, and there's not a scrap of garbage to be found um, as you are born into the North Ward. <laughs> Uh, down a side street that has this sort of covered stone archway that you pass through into what looks like a very, very wide alley, but not a crappy, dark, uh, <laughs> dank alley. A, not a, some kind of low-rent, shitty no, alley. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Completely tight alley. <laughs> this, this alley has nice cobbles, and uh, there are a few... Uh, um, uh, children uh, playing in, in one part of the alley and then some halfling musicians on the corner in another uh, part of the alley. And all the buildings, though tall and casting large shadows, are stately, well-manicured brick edifices with vines growing up their sides. Um, and eventually you come to a structure perched on the corner of the alley that uh, the driver says is where you intend to be. And it is this somewhat dilapidated, but you can see probably in better days it would have been a very, very fine establishment. And some effort has been made recently to improve its outer appearance. Although there's a bit of schizophrenic <laughs> there's a schizophrenic quality to uh, its uh, rehabilitation. Okay. So what happens you change contractors? Yeah. You run into trouble like this. And Strix <laughs> and Dieth, you hear a wrapping at the door. Uh, when is this in timing to us receiving and reading the letter? Is it like just moments later? Like did uh, he time it so perfectly? Yeah, I would say he would have timed it really well. And the rapping that you hear at the door is time is the enemy, the past. That's the question. As soon as there's a noise, someone's, like, cast, ah! someone's casting spells no, no. at the door. Get <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll hide behind the bar. You answer the door with with your sword out. I'm not gonna. 
Not out, but all right. Uh, <laughs> Diaz will approach the front door. I'm hiding behind uh, the bar. Hand. But my staff, you can still see my staff. <laughs> kind, of, kind of a hand king on his belt, but it's actually gripping around Moonsplinter. Okay. Uh, and then he'll like open up and answer the door. And then see Kathris and Rosie. And then almost immediately, I guess, relieved in a sense. And they're departing wagon. Yeah. Uh, Diaz is like... I hate how well his timing is. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie's face yeah. is she's she's like this mask of consternation still, and then she sees you. She's like, "Oh, hello, dear. Oh, it's good to see you, sweetheart. Thank you. How nice." Rosie, it is so pleasant to see you. What right a wonderful. Now. Do you think almost kind of is like not like really a bow, but almost kind of like a gentle like oh, Rosie? That's not necessary. She hands your staff uh, her staff, and she <laughs> just pushes through. <laughs> she owns this house now. <laughs> Strix is still, and she still hears it, and she's like, stab her to make sure she's not a simulacrum. I'm not stabbing her, Strix. <laughs> Diaz will put the uh, staff in the other hand and yeah. uh, reach out to Kathris. Kathris. Kathris bows very deeply to you. Oh. Uh, Greetings, friend. Kathris, it's excellent to see you again. Please come in. Allow me to show you the same hospitality that you show, so kindly showed me. Stab him, too! I'm not stabbing him, Strix. <laughs> you can if you want. It's your house. <laughs> it's... As you peer in, you kind of like the, the darkness of this place. There's not a lot of light inside except what comes through the windows. And you can see it is an old tap room. It's, it's bigger than the, the one in Red Larch. It's got a big, heavy-looking stone fireplace that kind of stands by itself. You can sort of walk past either side of it into the deeper recesses of the tap room. Behind the bar, you see a staff poking up with this black crescent that looks familiar. Um, is it safe? <laughs> it never he, is. He stabbed us, and it's all fine. Oh, okay. Come on out. <laughs> she stands on. Good job, Dia. It's safe, tricks. I know them. Uh, Dia's we've, will... We've met. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've, yeah, I was yeah, like, I know met. you. I just wanted to make sure you were the yeah. real you. We, we've had problems, you know, I'm just saying. It's actually... Very sound thinking. <laughs> well done. Do we do we, we get a table? We have a table. For, okay. Do we have a table at our at our uh, first floor tap room? Area? So in the tap room, there are four tables. There's okay, a good. large rectangular table in sort of an alcove in one corner, and then there are three smaller, more intimate tables with three chairs. Yeah, I want to take him to like the smaller circular tables. Okay. That's kind of near the windows. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll like kind of gesture Kathris uh, and Rosie to kind of take a seat there, and Diaz will immediately uh, will pull out chairs for them and <laughs> take a seat himself. Rosie and Kathris, you see flagons of ale float. Over toward you and oh. set themselves down on the table. They're, they're not. They're not poltergeists. Well, they could be, but they're more like unseen servants. It's magic. We don't know who's magic. They just maintain the place. Uh, they came with it. It was a, helps whole sold it. I think you have a very soft one of those, don't you? I, I do. I have one. I I, I drape with a cloth and oh. velvet. <laughs> not the cloth. The unseen servant. You guys want pies? <laughs> oh, I would love a pie, dear. All right, Strix will go to the kitchen, and the unseen servant's like about, and she's like, "Don't you dare!" <laughs> she goes to the kitchen. <laughs> As you look around, you see that while they've taken some strides to clean up the place, there are still kind of spider webs clinging in various corners. The drapes are still ratty and worn; they haven't been replaced yet. Um, and there is kind of like a smell, mildew, perhaps. Oh, Dieth notices the gaze is going around. She's like, I, "We haven't been here very long. We're, we're still working at it." So, sorry. Oh, no judgment. I know, I know you guys have been here. I know you guys are here for a reason. I know you were sent. But before any of that, Kathris, your research, how's it going? Oh, incredibly well. Is it? Excellent. Yes. The, the rings uh, are safe. And I believe that they will be used uh, if we can recreate a Vistani wedding ritual. I think that might be what frees the remaining 
pieces of your friend's soul. You hear from the kitchen, I'm sorry! (laughs) (laughs) I only have one of them with me. uh, My uh, associate, uh, Walnut, has the other. Okay. (laughs) Uh, She comes back and she's like holding the pie, but like half of it's falling off. It's like falling apart. She's like, what? Uh... Just be be safe with them. Be safe with yourselves. Uh, it's it's hard to you never know with Vistani stuff. It's hard to trust it, but I'm I'm glad things are pro- pro- proceeding well. Oh, what, I hate it. What could go wrong at a wedding? <laughs> Wait, what, I, she puts the pie down and just sits on the table. <laughs> Some plates float over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, I a knife floats over and hangs in the air. Well, either way, so long as it's helping you and. Doing a greater good. I think it will help all of us. Amazing. That's so relieving to hear. Troy starts talking to herself, going, there are two chairs, and we were holding hands, and there was someone, and then there was a priest, mm-hmm. and she's just like... <laughs> <laughs> all right, the idea will then turn over to Rosie. He's like, and Rosie, what does Omen want? Her face darkens. <laughs> a storm cloud passes at her. She was so happy for five seconds. She's like... All I know is Omen wanted to have some kind of visit from someone and he wouldn't tell me who it was. He just told me that it was very important that I not be there because I'm a meddler. Because I'm the kind of person who could ruin it. And Kathris too. I am the kind of person that could ruin it. He is. Genuinely, yes. You guys are nice. You don't ruin things. I we ruin things. <laughs> that's, that's what I said. Uh, we do our best. Yeah, he said it was it was some. Uh, he said the word. He was he was talking about Lathander. Do you remember this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. what I remember. Is that some, where Evelyn went? There's some <laughs> there's some woman that he won't let me meet because she's too pure <laughs> to be corrupted by my presence. I think were his exact words. He's very a, upsetting. A lot of faith in Lathander then, because I mean. If she's uncorruptible, then how could we possibly? Now, me, maybe. Dieth is getting really mad. Look at him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dieth, are you, are you quite all right, dear? <clears throat> is it the pie? It's not very good. He <laughs> 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 starts literally just starts sobbing. She, no, no, she, Rosie goes, it's not very good. And then she looks at Strix. She says, it's excellent. Oh, she's like, but she's filled in tears. She's like, it's too, the emotional roller coaster is too much for her. She's like, yeah. Should I put one of my own eyelashes in there? She's like, I licked that piece just for you. That's why it's so good. Thank you. Nice save, Rosie. They are yeah. terrible. While this is all going on, you can hear something As big, big and lumbering upstairs, um, banging and slamming around. That's just waffles. What? It's our, our owlbear. Do you want to meet her? It's probably feeding time about right now. I've got a couple of dead rabbits out in the back. I would love to meet her. You head upstairs. Uh, there is an upstairs den with a turret on one corner, and it's been turned into this giant playroom with <laughs> all of these uh, stuffed toys that Strix has sort of hastily stitched together. You can see that <laughs> drapes have been ripped down off the walls. There are claw marks in old furniture. Uh, that is slowly being torn apart, a big overstuffed armchair uh, that has seen better days, and a big mound of crap in the middle of the turret that somebody has made into a big padded bed. Oh. And then there's also a big owl. <laughs> <laughs> 
in front of all yeah. that. Yeah, in front of all that, there's this six foot tall, eight and a half, nine foot long, gray feathered owlbear stomping around. Oh, goodness. And it comes barreling toward you. Hi, Waffles! Do you want and a rabbit? Kids to a stop right in front of your face. Oh, okay. And then licks you with a big sandpaper tongue. Oh, oh. oh goodness. Give her a kissy kissy. This is, this is a very nice owlbear. Rosie is two feet, 11 and a half inches tall. <laughs> you, yeah. This is a, she has owlbear snack size. Yeah. She'll, she'll be fine. We ate her mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Just relax. Do you want to feed her? Yeah. Okay, I'll sure. hand her a rabbit. Okay. A whole rabbit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, does, does Waffles do any tricks? Uh, no. No, not that one. It stands, it stands up on her hind legs, so now she's like 11 feet tall. Oh, Ooh, that's a good trick. Carlton taught her a trick. Okay, I don't think it, I don't really like it though. Just just tell her tell her to dab, and then she'll do something. Okay. Uh, waffles, dab. She sort of leans to the right. I really don't just like that trick. Crashes into the wall. Halton always teaches her these things I don't understand. <laughs> and then she's just lying on her back with her big clawed feet kicking up in the air. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> and Rosie will go drop the, the rabbit <laughs> right in there. Yeah, yeah. And rub the belly. <laughs> Good waffles. Good waffles. This is nice. I like this place. Yeah. So you two are here to just be out of the way while Omen does whatever he wants with Evelyn. Yeah. Oh, is that, That's the long and short of it. That's the thing? Are we babysitters? That makes sense. <laughs> Now, if we can help it, we should go to Red Larch. The last thing I want is for Omen to be alone with Evelyn. But they just got here. We can take. We should take him at least to go get wait, ice cream wait, and did, maybe like chair con. Wait, did Paulo go with her? Who's Paul? I think yeah, so. We don't know that. Oh, I guess I guess he must have. I gave him a Christmas present, the Christmas present last year, um, but he was very drunk and he doesn't remember any of it. I believe. Remember, I still the, right. the the matching sweaters for him and well, Simon. That's right. I was very that's proud right. of those. Is Simon here? Do you guys want to say hi to Simon? Yeah, yeah. Where's Simon? Simon. Is another owlbear? No, he's, he's, a, he's not an owlbear. Uh, he'd be on. Chances are either the level above or the level above that. But you, you could call go him. for him. Goodness, Let's call him. He likes okay. to wander around the house. I'm sure if you see him out and about, he'll give you a friendly hello. You, you okay. hear them? Or a dart in the neck. <laughs> no, both tell him. <laughs> Simon, no. They start calling out for Simon. Then there is a sound of shattered glass as one of the windows downstairs breaks. I didn't... Simon? Simon? And then you hear, wee-woo, 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 wee-woo. Who's saying wee-woo? What the heck? Is that Simon? Wee-woo. Or do we have an alarm system? Do we have an alarm system? I I don't know. Wee-woo, wee-woo. I just, I'm going to... Wee-woo. Rats downstairs. Wee-woo. She turns into a pile of rats. Ah, oh, jeez. Before your eyes. Oh, and scuttles off on that. <laughs> Love it. It's <That's> thrilling. <laughs> okay. We'll follow, we'll follow the rats. Uh, yeah, as she does, uh, Diaz, again, will have, like, hand on blade, uh, just kind of at the ready, and just be like, uh, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's fine. It's perfectly hospitable here. Just, I'm sure, I'm sure it's fine. He'll, like, worryly, like, follow Strix, like, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> Uh, when you head down, you make your way back into the tap room. You see the creature responsible for coming through. Uh, you see that a creature has come through the window. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a sphere, 
about uh-huh. two feet in diameter with little spindly legs oh. and little spindly arms yeah. and a pair of little vestigial metal wings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got mm-hmm. one big mm-hmm. yeah. eyeball mm-hmm. staring mm-hmm. at you mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. makes machine noises mm-hmm. as it stomps around. Yep, this all checks out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like that. Yeah. Do you want to just? Okay. Do you want to run? Yeah. No, it's like a CR one course. Don't worry about it. It looks around. It just seems to be looking around nervously. Uh, A little monocle sort of coming in and out of its vision, Uh, and it says over, "Wee woo." (laughs) When wee woo, as Deeth is coming down the stairs, and like the moment he sees uh, this thing, uh, he just immediately almost. Rare, this is a very rare sight, but he loses composure and immediately like stops himself. Starts like stumbling back up the stairs and like kind of slips down a little bit and uses his hand to like go back up the stairs Whoa. just to get back upstairs and away from this thing and not be seen. Hmm. Yeah, Whoa. Strix is rats, so if she, she sees him do that, she's just gonna like go back and just like start pushing him up as rats <laughs> up the stairs. Suddenly, your hosts are retreating. Uh, yeah, up the stairs. I guess Rosie would then shadow step. Into light, like a, a pile of a, a shadow, whatever's whatever's back up the stairs, she'd be she'd be shadow stepping back. Okay. Um, if we get, do we get back into the room with waffles? Yeah. Okay. Waffles is immediately missed in the jar. Okay. You turn your giant owlbear into a cloud of mist, and then it goes into your little jar. Yeah. So because I'm not rats anymore, so yeah. I'm not rats. How missed. do you sneak back up the stairs? I think I, I'm. Uh, not, I haven't gone far enough down to see that, but when everybody's retreating up, I am the last to go up. I just watch them all. <laughs> <laughs> and then as though it's customary, like, okay. Sure. <laughs> all right, you are now all hiding upstairs in Waffles' den. So yeah. There are two balconies off the den, by the way. Yeah. So as this is happening in DFC Strix, uh, ghost form, Waffles, um, uh, he'll be like start. He's like looking over the balconies and like kind of checking the heights and looking around, uh, kind of like pacing back around the room, and basically is only addressing Strix right now as he's uh, talking out loud and strategizing and formulating a, a plan, uh, and basically saying because uh, the second floor is only uh, it's not very high up from no, it's about floor. like twenty okay. feet up off the off the ground. Yeah, um, and I know there's an under area. In yeah. the ho- there's also like a crawl space in the house. We could all go into the crawl space. Yeah. Uh, is this part of the tour? <laughs> <laughs> they're just ignore, like they're ignoring. They're yeah, ignoring you guys. They're panicking. They're just like, okay, we do this. We got. Neither go. of us no. has ever seen a Modron. I don't think so. No. We're very. You could. I mean, you could ask. Yeah. Them. They just look panicked. I think. I think that's like. Should be like. Hold on. What's? Why are you guys so afraid of this dumb robot? It, the, uh, I'll have to explain later. For now, Strix. If it comes through this, we can easily get off the second roof. I can make my way across the rooftops. You take waffles with you and just hide. Stay in rat form. Whatever you got to do. Here, do in the house. I'll no, just get later. out of here wherever you can. If I need to, I'll run up. But they can fly. I can't you. fly. I have a broom. They can fly. They'll see me. Then find somewhere to hide out. You know where the uh, undersides are. Just, just get into the sewers if I need to. I can make sure I'm not. I'm not. No, getting. I'm not. I can't. No. If it sees you two, it, it won't matter. Like they're not looking for you. Yeah, go, go tell it that no one lives here. I'm, I'm inf- <laughs> an infamous criminal too. It's not. This is different. Well, then I'll talk to it. (laughs) Nobody wants anything to do with me. All right. All right. He's sort of creeping downstairs. Yeah. No, I will will march downstairs nonchalantly. You you see this thing for the first time, and it's just sort of stomping around in a little kind of figure eight in in, in the middle of the tap room, and it seems agitated. 
And uh, it seems to be talking a little bit faster than before. I will not approach any closer. Okay. Uh, and I'll say, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I already gave it the office. We don't need any. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Does not seem to acknowledge you at all. I'll come a, a little bit closer and, and just like, friend, machine friend. This is a private residence. And I guess it's not breaking and entering if it's an automaton, maybe? Is this sort of a function of this city? Are you asking the Modron? Yeah, I'm speaking out loud now. <laughs> this is all in character. I, I don't care whether or not it answers me. <laughs> so you creep a little bit closer to it. Uh, it does not seem to react to you. It does occasionally actually kind of dart its little eye toward you, uh, but it continues on this sort of figure eight little march that it's doing, and it just keeps talking faster and faster. Wee 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 I'll uh, crane my head back upstairs to just glance up at you yeah. and uh, awaken mind. Right. Uh, it's barely responding to me. Okay. Uh, but it is getting faster. Yeah, why don't you come on back up here? We can make our way out of this place. Okay. I don't think this is a friend that you want to have. <laughs> <laughs> Say... Just a moment. <laughs> I'm going to go back up. Well, right. Excuse me. Uh, you get upstairs when the wee-wooing stops, and there is a whoosh as there is a massive explosion <laughs> on the floor below you. Our uh, tap room! The, the entire <laughs> building uh, just uh, shakes and trembles, and then the floor underneath you explodes upward. I need you all to make dexterity oh, saving whoa. throws. We just... Magnus is going to be mad. Oh, he's going to be so upset. I got a 15. It's a 17 for me. Nice. 27. Nice. 15. 15. 15. 16. 16. 17. Okay. Uh, you, uh, none of you, take any damage oh. uh, as flinders fly up in your face, and there's just smoke everywhere. Diaz is getting up, batting away smoke, and just calls out, "Is everyone all right?" Can I? Does prestidigitation work to get rid of the smoke? Or you can uh, you can do a little bit, okay. but it's just like a little puff here, a little puff there. There's uh, way too much smoke. There's too much smoke. Yeah, I'm just like I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to get out the windows. Yeah, and you can see down below. Uh, there was lots of shattering glass sounds yeah. and other noises and things, but you can't see anything down through Active the hole. flame, I assume. Yes, Some there are sounds. there are pockets yeah. of fire everywhere. Okay. We should get out of this building because it's going to be, it's going to collapse. So there's balconies off of Waffle's room? There is a balcony. Uh, this room is sort of on a corner of the house. And so there's a balcony on the north side of the house and on the west side of the house. Okay. We still the west side of the house is toward the alley. Uh, I want to actually check downstairs real quick just to see if it's actually on fire and how much structural damage it is if it seems like it could collapse under the weight of itself. Okay, um, make a perception check with disadvantage because of the smoke. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay. Uh, hey! Uh, 27. 
okay, uh, yeah, you can see through that this building is not in danger of collapse. Okay. The damage was pretty much localized to the tap room uh, and the common room directly above it, which is adjacent to the room you're in now. Right. So it looks like two rooms may have been badly damaged by this. And you can see already efforts are being taken by the unseen servants <laughs> to use, like, Thank you pull down drapes and things to smother flames. Nice. Thank you. Uh, Dave's be like, it's all right. We're okay. The building's okay. Everyone's okay. <coughs> it, it didn't see us, so we're okay. Oh, this is nice. You have a little floor plan. Yeah. That's good. It's nice, right? It's a really nice. Real nice. Well, it's not destroyed we yet. We got it for so. three episodes, and then Chris nuked it. Yeah. No, there's only two. Only two rooms. So <laughs> only that, two rooms. This thing came to to murder you. It's a long story. Do you want me to tell it in like really quick and jilted language where I get really scared? Uh, so those are from Sigil. I don't know if you know where Sigil is. It's a really bad place. It's uh, in a center of Mulder. <laughs> you hear from out in the street. <laughs> I got, I got, I'm running. I don't know what's happening. I'm running upstairs. Uh, Rosie would peek Face us. Oh, okay. Rosie would like to peek over the, the balcony and see what's what's yelling strikes. Okay. You can see standing out in Troll Skull Alley, um, a, clear of the building, back aways, are four creatures. Three of them are encased in rusty red plate armor okay. with all sorts of spikes coming off of them. Okay. One of those figures is doing the talking. Okay. And imagine, if you will, a female Russian bodybuilder yeah. encased oh. in plate armor with all these spikes. Wonderful. Uh, scars covering oh. her um, face, just like crisscrosses of scars all over her face. Um, if she has hair, you can't see because she's just got this sort of helmet mm-hmm. on. Uh, with these flanges coming off the back of it. And <laughs> next to her is a smaller mercy killer, this this red-clad, spiky-plated guy, um, who looks like an old man. Okay. And is literally sort of buckling under the weight of the armor that he's in. Okay. Uh, but he is holding a banner with a red flag. Okay. And the third armored figure is not quite as, is sort of halfway between the smaller man and the bigger woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has some sort of disease or something because most of his face is just this pox. Okay. Um, you can barely make out any features. And uh, he has his helmet in his, just basically tucked under his arm okay. and then puts it on his head. Okay. The fourth figure looks like... <laughs> A old crone. Okay. In robes, and on her head is a tall hat that looks like a clock tower. Oh. And she holds a staff that seems to be making uh, whirring noises. Okay. The big woman who's addressing you has what appeared to be a set of manacles mm. in her mailed oh, fist. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so and there are there are people in Trollskalali scattering, just like sure. at, at their at their arrival. So, so she's is gone. Where are you, you? You peace out. She just stumbled back upstairs. She's just trying to find Dia. Okay. 
And you are you are downstairs? Uh, I looked downstairs. I wasn't actually down there. Okay. Right. As soon as she heard her name, she just like went to go find him. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Rosie then would, would pull back from the alley and turn to Katsuris and be like, we should find another place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, got a red large. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, Diaz, you're up here, right, still? Yeah. And do uh, you know, I mean, I can tell by looking at you that you know what's going on down there. Uh-huh. Okay. Because um, I would ask... Uh, are they going to explode too? Is that what's going to happen? Is this going to be wave after wave of exploding no. creatures? No. That would actually be merciful of them. What they do, what they represent, and why they're here is a far worse fate than anything that you may even imagine. Kithris goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Rosie, you see outside the, the elderly man in the male armor looks up at the big woman and says... Maybe they're not home. Wait, well, yeah, well, I think we're not going to say anything. <laughs> I think we're not going to sit now. <laughs> okay, should go on. Should we go in the rafters? We can go in, in inside the house. There's rafters, and also the hatch down into the, the wine cellar. There's a way that we can hide or disguise the the hatch, so they can't find it. Can I we, can do can that. Can we just hide out? I, I I can do that with something. Could we come out? And say, like, you've got the wrong fucking house, idiots? Uh, I mean, we could do exactly that and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Should, I feel like Rosie would do that. Li- listen, whatever reason they're here, they're not here for you. Whatever you do, do not engage. Do not no. fight. Do not pose a threat. Don't do touch attack. them. Don't even show that you have any capabilities. In Don't fact, okay. just leave. Harm. Don't okay. pose a threat. I'll talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> my spineless friend here will take care of it. While I'm saying that, I'm literally like pulling up the floorboard where I keep all my stuff. Just like, yes. like there's a big enough area down here for us to hide. We can hide under the floor here and they might not know we're here. Yeah, you guys you guys go ahead and hide. Let's see if we can cause enough Let, of a let's distraction. Go, let's go down. Yeah. All right, yeah, you and me. Um, and I will... Get under the floor! Yeah, you guys get under the floor. I like that plan. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hide there, and we'll stay quiet, and just, and whatever right. it's safe, you guys have to let us know. So you creep into your little cubby between the floors, between the first and the second floor, and then you hear uh, Kathris and Rosie making their way down the staircase. Strix, do you have any kind of illusions or anything you can do to help hide us while we're in here, or, or, or anything just to... I can turn us both, both into clouds. They can still see clouds. Yeah, they can. Yeah, but they can't arrest a cloud. Yes, they can. Oh, jeez. I can... <laughs> smoke. Can you turn into smoke? Yeah, I can do that. I can't... Yeah, I don't know. I can... Uh, I, I can press to digitate some dirt on top of us. <laughs> just, just a pile of dirt in the yeah. house. I mean, just like a sh- no one will see it. Can you can you like fake additional floorboards or something in between the cracks so there's like no light? Oh, I can cast darkness down here. You won't see even us even better. All right, yeah, darkness. Do that. And at the same time, just be ready to misty step in whatever direction we need to just get away. Deeth will take. Up. I can take you in a dimension door. We if we need to go, we can both dimension door out. Okay, that's we'll, that's the plan. I'll ready that. We'll do that. And okay. darkness. Okay. So the darkness yeah. is a magical effect that would extend out beyond the floors. Uh, 
Can you sculpt it? <laughs> no. a sphere. Right, of just the edge of it. Like, <laughs> no one's here. I am wearing black robes. Just like, let's just hide under my robes. Like just get like under my robes. <laughs> just like there's enough of it. We'll just curl into a ball and just go under the robes. They're black. So you guys snuggle up? Yes. Yeah. Get real snuggly. Yeah. Yeah, it's very tight in here, but you know. Yeah, like it's what? like physically close. Do you guys uh, spoon? Who's the big spoon? No one's having fun here. Dieth <laughs> <laughs> uh, has Moon Splinter out and like just making sure he has a tuning with it. Uh, and then the uh, his his other hand is he, he actually grabs he, he takes Strix's hand and just holds on to it, just like ready to dimension door out. So he's already then ready to go with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she holds on to and she's just like shaking, like yeah. under under the floorboards. None of which you guys see. No, no, no. You guys make your way down through the smoke and the, the smothering flames. Rosie is leaning heavily. The role that she is already, uh, like, you and I have probably talked about this before, but she's like, you're the manservant. She's, <laughs> she's leaning very, very heavily on you and playing very elderly, obviously. She doesn't have her staff because she'd, she'd given it to DF before. Okay, yeah. So yeah. then we go and we open the door. You come out through the front door. <laughs> Down the <laughs> stairs to confront these four figures. <coughs> what? What? What's happening here? <laughs> what has happened? What's? Could you? Uh, she she comes up with some nonsensical drow name for you. Uh, Dritz. <laughs> what? Who are? Who, who is this? I am a very weak drow manservant, and I will find out for you, ma'am. What has happened to our horrible home? (laughs) (laughs) So the two of you stand out here. Uh, You can tell right away that the the armored figures are just looking at each other and shrugging their mailed shoulders like... And the, the woman seems frustrated, and she pulls out a piece of paper, actually, and double checks it. And like starts looking around. <laughs> Does the paper say that you were cleared to do that? <laughs> then she just sort of crumples it up and she says, Who are you? I'm a humble manservant, Dritz. Where is Strix and Tia? Strix, is this some kind of, is that an, a type of ale? <laughs> we're... We've, we've not, I've not heard of it. Is it good? <laughs> uh, you can see while this is going on, the city watch is oh now converging yes. through basically all the passageways that lead here um, and coming in, there must be at least a dozen that you see advancing toward this location. And the mercy killers see it too, and she turns to the pox-ridden one. And... Um, the pox-ridden one, the old man looks up at them and says, Oh, this, this is a city. It's probably defended. <laughs> <laughs> well, these things slip between the cracks. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the woman just tells the pox-ridden one, just says, Ghast, kill them. <laughs> Whoa. And he goes stomping off toward the guards. Oh, my gosh. By himself. Well, Just sort of pulls out <laughs> a great axe. We killed the guards. We killed. I imagine you need a paper. And then for she that turns too. back to you and she says, "We are looking for two plainer criminals. Their names are Strix and D.F. Woodrow. Plainer criminals. And they some are of the, here. Some of the. They must be." And she turns to the old crone with the clock tower hat, and she doesn't. The crone doesn't. 
She says something, but her voice is like. Oh, great. Great. Oh, good. Just going to peace out and, here. And when she looks, when you look at her, she's not quite in the same space Ugh. all the time. Like she's slipping in and out of time. Ooh. You got to love that, right? And uh, the big woman says, I can't understand a word she says. <laughs> Do you? Can Katris? Make a deception check. Oh, and true. you, you're aiding him, so you get advantage on your deception. Oh, oh young. Okay, so that's going to be a that's a nineteen, and not a nineteen, a fifteen. Okay. Uh, you get the impression that the you can't really get a read on the old crone with the clock tower hat. Um, she's weirdly alien to you, but. The old man seems to believe you and is genuinely confused and actually kind of embarrassed. Uh, the, the pox-ridden guy's gone off, so you don't really get a read on him. Right. She is doubtful that she believe she is she has a certainty that this must be right. This cannot be wrong, which means you must be lying to her. But she can't rec- she hasn't quite reconciled everything yet. I I can tell you that they they aren't in there now, but you may want to destroy the adjacent houses. <laughs> what? <laughs> now, now, Dritz, we can we can try to help. Uh, that is a good idea. What's, what do they look like? Maybe we've seen them. Uh, the old man says, "Well, Strix is this weird amalgamation of." Tiefling and trash, dressed all in black with a tall pointy hat oh. and sometimes flies around on a broom. Oh. Say. Yeah. I like the sound <laughs> of it. <laughs> the other one is a skinny lad, young. Okay. Full of hope and destiny and has a soul unlike the rest of his kind. Wow. All right. Uh, I would definitely remember those two, but... Uh, they are accused of... Attempting to destroy the multiverse. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Their families signed an ancient compact, millennia old, saying that they would never, ever come together again. Ah, yes. They have defied that contract. Oh, that's a really bad crime. That's a terrible... That's a terrible <laughs> the multiverse thing. is about to be knocked off its axis. Oh, well, that's... We we would never allow such criminals anywhere near our ancestral home that we've had for generations <laughs> that I've never left. <laughs> I love it here as well. <laughs> it's just... A, you've just been like family to me, Dritz, all of these years, and I feel... That my time is coming to an end. Oh no, ma'am, don't say I think, <laughs> I think the explosion is what did me in. No, we have many more it's, years here together. No, it's, it's time. <laughs> oh my god. And she lays down on the ground. Oh no, oh no. She does this from, from time to time. No, please. <laughs> ma'am, wake up. Wake up. What's the play here? What are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? What should I do? I'm trying to be dead. Just fucking go with it. I think people will be able to tell if you're dead or not. <laughs> Just try to act really stressed out and start crying. Start crying. I'm really dead. All right, disadvantage on uh, deception. <laughs> Check. Oh! <laughs> Wait, do we hear this? Oh! <laughs> 
<laughs> Probably. I don't. I, but so, but Chris wouldn't cry because that's not going to happen. Chris would would be like the stiff upper lip of the right. answer is like, yes, she is done. Yeah, her time is gone. <laughs> <laughs> what a grand adventure it was. <laughs> <laughs> now pull me back inside. I shall dispose of her. <laughs> Sorry to have wasted your time. <laughs> I will I will eat everything including the bone. <laughs> the old man turns to the big woman in armor and says, We we must have come at the wrong time. Maybe they inherit this place after the old woman died. It's her fault. Just pulling, and they look at the in. old crone in the clock tower, and she makes nonsensical noises. All right, I just pull I'm, me inside. I, I just have dragged you in. Okay, close the door. <laughs> and, I, and I'm muttering like, "What shall I cook first? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, meanwhile, you, as you're being dragged away, you can hear that this this one mercy killer who walked away has basically engaged in battle with the city watch. And as you sort of cracked an eye open, Rosie, before you were dragged inside, mm-hmm. you, you saw that there must be at least 30 city watchmen yeah. who are just ganging up on this guy. Did they look like they got a shot against him? or? Um, he, he seems to be holding his own. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the worst. That's a terrible crime in Waterdeep. Like sure it's, is. Yeah, it's just, he's going to... Yeah, that's, that's, you know that's real, It's real bad. You know what's the worst crime? Wrecking the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. worse. Do these two seem like they're capable of that, really? Come on. They signed something. They, I don't know. A piece that. of the ceiling just sort of falls. <laughs> <laughs> Next to you. Not seeing it. I'm not going to be honest with you. Now let's get the F out of here. I think we've caused enough chaos that we can yeah, safely escape. Okay, I agree. So let's go back up to... Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Heidi Hole. I don't want to make your way up to the smoldering staircase. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. get a, a sword in my face. Yeah. How do we yeah, signal just, them? You get the, the knock. I think we can probably just use our voices. <laughs> <laughs> Although we could be simulacrums again. Uh-oh. Let's not do We hear you arguing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now they're standing on top of you. Yeah. We hear you arguing. It's like, it's them. Are they gone? <laughs> no, they're still outside. Not, no, and actually, you can hear sounds of sword play outside. Are they, yeah. What are they doing? They're, they're still here, but they're not looking at you as hard anymore, so I think we can get out of here. If they're distracted, maybe we can make our way through the streets. Right. I mean, for all their whatever nonsense, I'm sure I can lead us through the back alleys faster the old man than you hear outside say, well, we should just go. This has been, this has all been a mistake. Maybe they went with the others to Red Larch. We, we hear Those that. The Force is there, too. And then she says, I like the drow suggestion. Destroy everything. <laughs> And I'm a little chuffed. <laughs> I did we good. can't let them destroy the city. We can't. I only told them to destroy like this block. God, no. <laughs> Diaz kind of still like uh, puts a hand. Uh, I imagine we're out of the floorboards at this point. Yeah, we. Diaz just still kind of puts a hand up to kind of stretch everyone as he's like kind of just trying to listen to see if he's hearing. Uh, from where he is, like the sounds are heavy, rusted armor where they're stepping. If they're they don't you don't hear much armor except the clash going off okay. further down the alley between the three. But you do hear this mm-hmm. sound, like perhaps Maybe. they are going through the fabric of ta- space and something time. is going through the fabric okay. of space and time. And then you hear wee woo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. 
We woo. We woo. You hear multiple wee woos from multiple creatures outside uh, stomping around and fluttering little wings. They're outside. We just have to get out the house. We, we have, to, have go. to go. We have to go. We have to go. Do you want to go on the we can go on the roofs? I'll just get on my broom, you jump across the roofs. And I can fly us. Excellent. Wait, what? <laughs> I can fly. Cool. What about what can Rosie fly? I'll just attach myself to Okay. Her. Oh. Yeah. All right, we have to go. Let's go up the turret. Yeah. Uh, you sort of climb out of the thing, you you get your shit together. And then you hear a barrage of spell effects go off. Uh, uh, magic missiles, thunder waves, uh, and the wee woos are sort of blasted into silence. Oh. Are they the serpents? I'm still making our way up to the turret because that still leads to the outside. Yeah. And you, like, you it has like a raised wall of sorts that we can kind of like... The turret is actually an enclosed structure. It's got a cap um, oh, on its roof. Okay. Um, but you can basically go into Paulton's room and then the lower, the, the, the turret off of his room, you can peer out into the windows and see that uh, that pox-ridden guy has been sort of swarmed and is kind of being pummeled oh, on by a bunch of city guards. Yes. And there are wizards... In the air and on the ground, just blasting the shit out what of the, the other ones. Like? They they run the gamut. Are they, are uh, they you cool? Can, you can see that there is a <laughs> the one that's closest to the building is a dwarf wizard, and she's got a high flaring collar Ooh, I love and it. a heavy thick robe, <gasps> and she's the one who just uh, thunder waved uh, and uh, sent the mercy killers backward tumbling. Cool. Mm. Uh, as it's happening, like they're all watching out the window, Diath is still going to get to the top of the turret to find Simon. Okay. Um, uh, you can see that uh, he comes down from, there's like a, a compartment in the roof of the turret. Yep. He comes down out of that at this point in time. Okay, yeah. And, and it's sort of surprised to see you up here. Yeah, and Diath is like the most... Sincere, earnest, scared face like Simon has probably ever seen if he can register that human expression. Uh, Diaz is still like, come here, Simon. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go find Paulton. We got to get out of here. We need to keep you safe. And uh, basically uh, motions to like lift Simon up and carry him like a child. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, um, he will come. He'll sort of uh, stare back up into the turret and then look down at you and come down into your arms. Yeah, he'll, Diaz will kind of take it and... Maybe like close to him, hoist him up onto like a single shoulder, so he's like okay. sitting there and he's got an arm up. You see that Simon <clears throat> is a three foot tall animated wooden puppet hmm. in a jester costume. But is, he, is he wearing like a really halfling size? Maybe a really ugly Christmas sweater. <laughs> <laughs> he could be possibly. Yeah, someone knitted for him. Yeah, but scrawny Dieth is still like, oh, he's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> he could just walk. He has legs. <laughs> uh, now if I want to get him out of here fast. So from here, I guess uh, still. Uh, but the wizards are here. We don't need to leave. They're, yeah. they're fighting for us. Yeah, yeah. If they can drive them off, then we don't need to retreat. But for some reason, they fail. We need to have that moment to escape. We can be ready. But what's what's the magic? Can I can I rats and check the magic that's going on in our house? Like, was there magic in our house too? Because the wee woo stopped. Uh, yeah. Um, when you look out through the windows of the turret, I you rat. can see the the wee woos stopped, and there are a bunch of destroyed modrons oh, lying yeah. out on the street where they must have gotten like blasted with magic missiles or something. They didn't get very far. Yeah, the so, so they didn't, didn't even make it into yeah. the building. Right. They didn't make it into any of the buildings that they were sent off to blow nice. up. I don't know what the two of you intend to do, but I, we all heard them. They were sending more forces to Red Larch. 
Yeah. And we do not have wizards and a city guard like this. That's, yeah, we don't have anything close to this. We're kind of it. You hear uh, the big woman say, get us out of here! To the old crone. Nice. So you guys are good. <laughs> seems, seems all right here. Until Waterdeep finds out that this yeah. was us that caused it! <laughs> And you can see, as the the old crone with the clock tower hat waves her staff around, the field around her, about a 20-foot radius area, you can see is different from the rest of the city. It's like nighttime, and there's snow on the ground. Like she she is taking herself to a different time. Cool. And then uh, she and the two mercy killers closest to her blink out of existence. They leave the third one behind. And you can see that he has been completely beaten down and swarmed by the city guard. Is he still getting, like, just getting decimated right now? Is he like he's 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 effectively been disarmed and pinned down uh, to the ground? Oh yeah, can Suck I that. do an arcana check maybe to know who that what that woman was with her magic? Uh, yeah, you can. Because I I've never seen that before. I mean, I might have seen that. I don't know. I just want to maybe like I know that's eighteen. You think she might be a chronomancer. And we've seen those before. Yeah. Yeah. But she's human, not not Correct. Like, okay. Yes. Yeah, she wasn't a... She, was a, she wasn't a human. construct this time. No. She was a human. Do I know that they work for the Mercy Killers, though? Or they hired guns for the Mercy Killers? Um, you don't know. Okay. Mm. All so, I know is I don't want to touch it. So what did both of you do that they're coming after you? <sighs> we didn't do anything. Well, it sounded like your families had some kind of contract millennia ago, and you guys weren't supposed to hook up, and then you were like, ooh. Well, uh, hold on. Let's back up. We what is it? Oh! Sorry. <laughs> we haven't hooked up. I don't know what ooh means. It's a normal function, apparently. No, it's not. Chris, it's not. We didn't. We haven't done that. Mm. Okay. Ooh. Why not? <laughs> Strix, we didn't do that. Strix just starts crying. Is there any chance that you guys may have, I don't know, come close to wrecking the multiverse? Is that, no. does that ring a bell? It doesn't. We've never done that. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, well, look, we didn't know this, but the, the their two families were interplanar families, and we don't understand. Maybe he's an angel person. We don't know. Maybe. Not an angel person. We don't know. We don't know! Look, they make a lot of bold claims, but none of them are true. I know who I am and where I come from. Do you? I think the onus of proof is on them. This seems, seems it's not right. It's not, not uh, litigable. <laughs> <laughs> well. They're the criminals. Because there's Draub Esquire. <laughs> New series. Strix is talking, there's mumbling. She's like, there's also a family... That is that's called the Skizics, which is my family, and apparently they're no, they're not. You're right, they're not, but they're trying to kill us. Okay, all right. Well, that doesn't sound good. I like you better than I like them, so we are not going to let that happen. How's that? Thank you. That's yeah. nice. No that's problem. New. Yeah. More importantly, though, <laughs> if they want to send forces of Red Larks, everyone there is in danger. If, oh, if Evelyn is there. She's going to try to fight it. Yeah. What's the play? Do you guys just always hide until they leave? Well. No. No. I mean, the last time they showed up, uh, we killed one. 
Those shackles are anti-magic shackles. They uh, make you not be able to use magic. Mm. Have you ever not been able to use magic, Kithris? I was level three for a... <laughs> another round of it. I didn't like it. You can still use magic. I can only imagine. It's <laughs> terrible. Um, yeah, I... So, there's one left, and the one that's been beaten. Yeah. Are we... As, as we're conversing... What's the city guard? Are they like letting up? Are they taking a minute? When you look outside to see, sort of get an update on the status of this thing, um, you realize as you were kind of swept up in your little conversation that they, the guards and this mercy killer, have been swallowed up by fog. Uh oh. The guard and the mercy killers were swallowed up by fog? Just the one. You just Just see sort of billowing fog spilling into the alley. Is it, and then everything we can see is being obscured by it now? Yes. Do we see that? Yeah, as you peer through the dirty no. window. Do we, does there we need to run from it. Does we it, need to run. Is there a source? No, would, it would, seems to be uh, coming from every direction. Would you call it an unseasonable fog? Yes. Mm. Okay. It's, the way that it seems to move around corners, almost it's almost like ghostly hands pulling itself ooh. into the alley. No good. Up. Oh. You could... See what they do. No, 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 no. Okay, not what, today. What's the destination? Strix just sees it. Is just too scared. She's just gonna stand there. She's just too scared. In fact, if, if Diaz is there, she's just gonna hug him. Oh boy, she's yeah. just hugging Diaz. She's too scared. You said you had a broom. Can you fly a broom? She's not even paying attention. I can't fly. He can't fly. She's not paying attention. She's they're just standing there. It gets very cold and clammy. Oh boy. No. Hey, right. you wanna, do you want to just get out of here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Who's got the call, it, who, call your tentacle down? Who can yeah. Let's, I was gonna say, by the way, the Rosie Rosie usually will like hop on someone's back, but in Kathris's case, she's like, you get on. So Kathris rides her like backpack. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's like, okay, so I uh, yeah, I, I I cast fly, and Kathris's flavor is that a uh, uh, a slender black tentacle from places unknown descends from the sky, encircles his waist, and he just goes incredibly limp, but still has control of where we're going. It's fine. I've done it many times. We're totally safe. Everybody climb up. No, it's limited to my strength and my carry weight. Are we going to make this work? I could take Rosie and maybe one other. <laughs> this, this ephemeral black tentacle has now got Kathris in his clutches, and he's gone more or less limp. All right, Rosie has you on like a like a parachute backpack. Okay. All right, guys. I, I grab my ankle. We need to get. Me. We need to get going. Strix. Strix. Can we? Strix. Can we? Can we even run from this? We can never run from it. I mean, if you guys want to stand here and talk about it, yeah, you can just. Do you we do know that? we can't run. What do you mean? You can't run from this. Why run when you can fly? You can't fly from this. <laughs> we know uh, what this is. Yeah. Um, We've seen it. Anybody who wants to can make an arcana check. I'd love to. Nope. No, not great. You know what? I'll do it because I'll really sad. Mine's 11. It's still 11. Uh, it's not very good. We're it's still 11. Simon will roll two. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So he didn't do so well. Yeah. <laughs> um, we know what we... Well, this 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 feels to you like the cloying mists of Ravenloft. We know, um, and uh, you've exp- you've you've sme- you've sensed this all before. Yeah, uh, this is this is a shroud that's sort of descending upon the world around you. Miss shroud. 
It is a Miss Shroud. Miss Shroud. Like, why would we stick around? Yeah. Like, I can't think of a reason why we would just let this happen. We would we would fly away. Strix and I can't. Strix and I can't run from this. We've tried before, and we just can't. No matter what we do, we can never, ever get away from it. Just like the Mercy Killers. But you two, you can get out of here. Fly far away, as high up as you can. Get back to Red Larch. Find the others, and maybe you can help them. But it's impossible for us to go. Rosie drops her Kathris backpack. <laughs> he falls limply. <laughs> what? He makes good sense. He's a logical man. No. I just said, I just literally said two seconds ago that we're not going to let anything happen to them. So now... Like, her robes are now just, like, over her. She's just, like, put a bunch of... She's just, like, huddling. (laughs) So now we got to let nothing happen to them. And Rosie doesn't have any bits or charges because of this garbage show. But she, reaches, <laughs> but she will. She reaches when next, out of hand. <laughs> if you hold off long enough. She reaches out of hand at the beginning of the next show when she has her charges back. She's going to throw her, Mjolnir, uh, get her staff back in her hand. Right, right. Yeah. All right, well then. I assume uh, it survived the explosion. Yeah. Does it's, it? Yeah, it's Can fine. Can it survive explosions? It's fine. I, you know what? Yeah. Hold on. I'll roll for it. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) What does the mist do? Have you ever heard of a land called Barovia? I don't know if Kithris would have. Kithris definitely would have. Yeah, I guess he'd be curious about it. Spooky goth shit. If you've been looking up Vistani stuff, you've heard of Barovia. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. That's where it's from. This mist is going to take us right to there. It's inescapable. We get more of these rings then. Teleportation. No, you don't want more of those. You know what went into the rings? That's not something that's in infinite supply. Good. We get them all then. Grab those rings. Let's go dive into the mist. Sonic, <laughs> Sonic Five. <laughs> uh, no, I'm intrigued, and I'm like, so you guys are you're trying to avoid this mist? Yes, because it's an awful place. <laughs> Imagine a land so constantly dark that your very soul withers the moment you step into it. Whatever fears and doubts linger within your mind are brought to the forefront, and no matter what, your mind can't unthink them. Sounds like, Dan, I think he likes it. That's now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) I mean, that's a refreshing perspective. (laughs) You can feel as the mist kind of presses up against the building, the building creaks a little. Not not in a way that suggests, oh my God, it's going to all fall in. It's just... You feel that it almost seems to groan un- under its own age in protest hmm. of the mist touching it. It's like a more like, a, like an actual pressure against yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It feels like a pressure. Does does is the mist selective? Is everybody coming in contact with this mist going there, or is it just who it wants? I don't know. Because, don't know. because that's why I'm suggesting you not risk it and just go. Listen, you know we're destroying the multiverse. What more danger do you want? <laughs> you you guys seem to be very convinced that you're not destroying the multiverse. And frankly, I trust you slightly more than I trust those red-armored fools. And that well, they are crowd. the embodiment of justice. So you know they might be right, but I don't want to die. They're so. not right. They're not right. So you guys have never, like... What? Ah! No. <laughs> Strix like pulls her hat down and is like, ah! <laughs> okay. 
Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> why is why is the old halfling making diddle fingers? <laughs> she does it all the time. <laughs> I didn't even notice she was doing it. She does it all the time. Uh, if 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 this mist is not selective and you care anything for the citizens of this city, I would say that if it, the mist will end once it takes you, then we should plunge into it. Or maybe you guys should. I am kind of uh, curious about the destruction of Your sense of the, of the way the mist works is that you are no longer in the city. Oh. Oh, yeah, because it... The whole house is It went around the house. Dieth, it took the house. Dieth goes to respond for that and then kind of just closes his eyes and just says, we're already in it. We're there. Look out the windows. Dieth doesn't even look. He just kind of like gestures out to the windows. I still look the same and I'm like... Strix so has now gone from hugged to just curling up on the floor. <laughs> Wipe off that window. What do I see? A figure comes up to you. <gasps> right out to the glass. <laughs> and uh, you can see that it is made out of mist. Mm. Uh, but she is an, uh, sort of this woman, this otherworldly, beautiful, uh, sort of timeless woman. And her eyes sort of lock onto yours. Huh. And I'd like you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh. All right. Maybe look like someone that fell off a horse in the air. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty good one. It's a 24. Is that right? Okay. 18 plus 6? Yeah. Whatever connection she was trying to make with you, you would instantly rebuff. Your mental shields go up. No, um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, her eyes are like looking deep into your soul, it feels like, like past the windows of your eyes into your head. And you can see immediately that you aren't who she thought you were. And she backs off a little bit. And sort of uh, throws herself back into the mist. The thing was looking for somebody else. Maybe don't go to the windows. <laughs> oh, I think I know who. Who? Oh. They're probably looking for Paulton again. Oh, Remember? No. And he's in Red Larch, though, where they're sending mercy killers. The... We're stuck here. We came in. What if it's the person who previously owned this house? Magnus? I mean, Magnus hasn't owned this house forever. It's old. Oh. I don't know. Maybe. Well, does it look like we're in... I'm just going to look out the window. You see the mist is pretty thick. You don't see any of the buildings across the way. Why would uh, they be looking for Paulton? Well... There was a time... <laughs> this land was once ruled by a vampire mm-hmm. named Strahd. Mm. And uh, there was a time uh, when we had returned to here again... But it was, it, was a, it was a different time period within the history of Barovia, and they were attempting to make Paulton the new Count Strahd. Oh. And they've, the mists just really, really want him to give in to his dark side and be the ruler of this land. Because he might be related to him or something? We don't know. He might be related to him. It's, it's, it gets dangerously close each time. It's really tempting, but... He almost froze the world once with the Ring of Winter. Wow. Hmm. So if they're okay. not looking for us, they're looking for him because they want him to rule this land. But he won't do, he won't do that. I know, and, and also Mercy Killers can't get us here, I think, maybe. Do I, I look hope. enough like your friend that 
The mist would... No. 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 Could you, <laughs> could you look enough like their friends? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any portraiture of him? Have you... I guess Cuthris has never met Paulton before? No. Oh, bummer. But I could look like him if you I wanted could. to. Because okay. Show him a describe, dying poster. Describe him in detail. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you guys have There's probably one on the wall. <gasps> yeah. You see, as you talk, all the color leech away from all of the walls and surfaces of the building that you're in, and eventually leech away from yourselves until you are all in black and white. It's worse than I thought. Yep. And that's where we'll stop. Oh. But since we didn't roll any natural 20s, let's give away some prizes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course we didn't roll any natural 20s. Why would we do that? Why would that ever happen? <laughs> On my show, it happens all the time. Right? All right. So what, what do we got to give away? Uh, we're going to yeah, tether that to another number. Maybe. We have a Neverwinter notebook, Neverwinter shirt, Watsy Dyson bag, and D&D Beyond legendary bundle. So, Ooh, that's a good prizes, Alyssa. Oh, yes. Surprises with our pain. Yep. <laughs> and one more. Ooh. Oh. Really? During the break. One more during the break. Okay. We will have a short break, and then I will be still here in the DM seat taking good care oh. of the Red Larch party. <laughs> And they don't get their bits and charges. They don't charges. get their bits. <laughs> nope. Bowsards. Nope. You and know what? Oh. I guess I would rather have the bits now than when we're back in, uh, in Forgotten Realms. What? Can I just say I'm super happy that oh. Mondrons go wee-wee? Hang around on the D&D channel for a chance to win a bundle uh, of a Neverwinter art book and Morden Kanan's Tome of Foes. Hey! Ooh. My name's Nebook. His Sorry, name's I was distracted by uh, Milo. Yeah, Milo is our guest. Hey, buddy. You're going to come up and yeah. say hi? Hey, hi, Milo! No? Okay. <laughs> no Milo appearance, but maybe with the next game. He was on for a second earlier. He was on. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.